0: Your mind-blowing marriage starts now! Welcome to the Mind-Blowing Marriage Podcast.
1: Matt and Susie are the most kind, generous, authentic people that walk this planet.
0: In It Together really encourages my wife and me to have the best marriage possible. This week, we take a break from all the excuses and, and talk about adventure.
1: The whole thing got kind of passive-aggressive <laughs> and weird. <laughs> it and did get weird. I know. It was fun. <laughs>
0: hey, before we get going, we want to let you know of an opportunity to support In It Together while supporting your marriage. It's the Marriage Boost, and you can sign up today at www.beinit.org.
1: just can't get enough your mouth love. We're gonna shout from the mountains, gonna tell everyone your my one true love. Hello, in it together friends. We are so excited to be with you right now. We're gonna take a little break from talking about the top ten excuses that make for a mind-blowing marriage. Yes, we are. But hold up, we still want you to keep practicing having mind-blowing marriages. Don't stop just because we're taking a little sabbatical from this topic. <laughs> As we mentioned at the beginning of the years, we realized it was a top 10, but there are 12 months in a year. And we had said, you know, we will talk about other topics and other things that are important to marriage, important to mine and Matt's heart with our purpose within it together. One of them being adventure.
0: We do love a good adventure. We
1: do love adventure. It's in our mission statement to help couples connect every day through adventure, communication, and prayer. And we thought, what a perfect topic to kick off the summer with, the summer months.
0: Yes, that feels good, right?
1: Yeah, we're all going to take adventures this summer.
0: I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) And uh, when we talk about adventure, one of the things that we want to make sure that we say is that it's not adventure for the sake of adventure. We're not just thrill seekers in our marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes sometimes we are. are. (laughs) (laughs) But in general, when we talk about adventure, there's got to be a purpose to having an adventure. Mm -hmm. And the way that we view God is we view God as a very adventurous God. Super
1: adventurous.
0: Not this safe, easygoing, (laughs) not- risk-taking God, but right. but a God that is desperate for us and is always being adventurous with us, pursuing us, all of those kinds of things. And even if you think about... When Adam and Eve first came to be in the beginning of the Bible, it's a very adventurous thing. Like when God's creating everything and then he creates man and woman and they have this whole garden. It just feels like they're just set in this space of adventure to just experience God. So we want our marriages to reflect what we think God would desire in a marriage. And we're big believers that adventure should be a part of that because a mundane marriage sounds lame. And as Susie famously said on television once, you don't get married, so it will suck.
1: (laughs) That was hilarious. Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah, Um, no problem. (laughs) That was one of my better interviews. I think that the, the newscast, the broadcaster guy was like, Did she just say suck on TV? Yeah, luckily it was
0: live, so they couldn't do anything about it. (laughs) But it's true. You don't get married, and on your wedding day, you're not thinking, this is going to be great today, but tomorrow it's probably going to be horrible.
1: (laughs) I know, I know.
0: You want it to be wonderful, and, you know, adventures... it it slips away from you if you're not careful. And so that's why we wanted to spend some time talking about it. And we also believe that adventure draws you closer together. When you do adventurous things together, um, it's just inevitably will be something that will bring you together. For sure. Mm -hmm. I
1: was just thinking too, like I think first as couples, we need to ask the question, like what does adventure look like for us as a couple? What does adventure look like individually for me? And as I was even thinking about that as we were putting this podcast together you know for me adventure is just new things like Mm. experiencing new things and whether i'm on a walk and i see like a new flower that i've never seen before like and it makes my heartbeat faster it's just like what is that what am i experiencing or if we take a truck down a different river path when we're in our kayaks or canoes i'm like i haven't seen this landscape before and so adventure for me just feels like doing something new like building a house (laughs)
0: Yes, we've
1: done that. Yeah. I love building. So we've built two homes and that has been such a great, awesome experience for us and an adventure for us. And I love, you know, thinking about the decor and what kind of light fixtures we're going to put in. We only built this house that we're sitting in right now, like four years ago, five years ago. And I'm already thinking about our final destination. Our dream for our final destination is a river house. And I'm already thinking about, okay, how do I want to combine the first two houses that we had, but anyway, it's it's newness. Like I love, I'm a person that loves change and that feels like adventure to me. What does it feel like for you?
0: Yeah, I think newness also would define it for me, but then also for me adventure has to be outside, you know. I don't it- when I think of adventure, I think of you know being outdoors. I don't know why that is, but that's just how I would define it. That doesn't mean that we can't have adventure in other ways. And then there's other people that are Yeah, cuz you can
1: have adventure in the bedroom.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you I you don't just have in to my mind outdoors. when I think about it that's that's where it goes. But, but that's
1: good to talk about as a couple because I think when Matt and I pose this concept or this idea, are you still playing together? Are you having adventures together? It looks different for both of you. So you got to talk about yeah. it.
0: I think one big thing about adventure that's universal, though, is it has to come with a little bit of risk.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: You know, it doesn't mean that has to come up with a lot of risk, but at least some risk. Otherwise, it's not really all that adventurous. And so I love you know, always doing new things even with In It Together or career type of things as well. Right. It's always, always fun. But in your marriage, we want to have spaces of adventure. And we're not here to define exactly what adventure looks like for you. We're just asking that you would do that with each other because um, our sense of adventure is probably way different than a lot of other people's sense of adventure. And that's great. That's what makes this world great is we're all unique and all couples are unique. And it's just all a matter right. of figuring out what works for you.
1: Today, we want to talk about a few different points of view. We want to talk about planned vacations and planned adventure versus spontaneous adventure. Both
0: are awesome. Yes. Both are very different.
1: And you might experience both at the same time.
0: What? I know. That's crazy. I know. So, a planned adventure that's like a vacation or really anything where you took some time to think about it, organize it, and uh, it's something that you put on your schedule, you know it's coming up. Whereas, camping trip. Whatever.
1: Right, whereas spontaneous is, well, it's spontaneous.
0: Yeah. So. We've got the afternoon free. What should we do? Yes. Um, <laughs> and both are fun and both, I think, are really important for a marriage. And uh, I know for us, we've had some great planned things that we've done. And then we also have had some great times where we've had a uh, Friday afternoon off, and we just decided to find a new river to float down.
1: Right. So anytime you adventure as couples, you need to navigate your adventure map together. So your adventure map as a couple includes kind of these next three questions that Mm. we want to pose to you. We want you to take this through your summer experience and just see if it helps you navigate the waters a little bit better and you enjoy your adventures even Mm -hmm. more so.
0: I think you will.
1: I think you will too.
0: All right, so the first question to ask is what is the overall hope or picture for this adventure? And
1: a lot of couples don't think about that. They're just like, let's plan it, let's get out of here, let's bust because I'm exhausted from work and parenting and all of that stuff. But you do have to really ask this question.
0: Because the danger is this, if you don't ask this question, you don't understand what the goal of our planned adventure is, um, what's going to happen is in the middle of your vacation or in the middle of your adventure, and it inevitably is going to come up where you're disagreeing on what this is, and then you have an argument in the middle of this thing that you've invested your time and money in, and there's nothing worse than an argument on a vacation. I know. Well, nothing. I even
1: I even think in the little things, so like. If you and I are going to go on a kayaking exploration Mm -hmm. and are you thinking this is for exercise? Great point. (laughs) I'm thinking it's for leisure, you know, and so I'm going to just milk my way down the river (laughs) yeah. and I'm going to look around and see what's all surrounding me. Or the same like if we go on a biking excursion, like I'm not a super fast biker, even though Matt's parents gifted me with this epic road bike that can go pretty fast like i still don't want to go that fast whereas matt like the other day you were way ahead of me on our bike ride
0: well you know i, I mean wa- you
1: stopped every once in a while to let I me let catch, you up. catch up yeah
0: i let you <laughs> catch but i up. think
1: you that day were really experiencing like i want exercise and i was like mm, i just love being outside it's a yeah. beautiful day so it worked. <laughs>
0: good so i would like hit it hard up the hills and then i'd wait and then i would just drive in circles for a while and wait for you and so sometimes it's so important. yeah so when we're doing something small like outdoor activity, biking, hiking, even walking. Like mm-hmm. We'll go on a walk and I have to ask Susie, Susie, is this like a leisure walk or are we hitting it? Should I put on my tennis shoes or my <laughs> flip flops? Because if you get out there and you don't know, it can be a surprise to you real quick.
1: I know you said that to me the other day. and You're like, oh, we're walking, walking. And I was like, oh yeah, we're walking. Are we walking.
0: walking, walking, or are we just walking? <laughs> and then when you're doing a, um, like a large trip, say you're going camping, say you're going on vacation, um, is it the type of trip? where we're really focused on relaxing kicking back sitting on the beach sipping some margaritas right or are we like going to see everything we can see <laughs> going hiking seeing that memorial whatever
1: and once the end of the day comes it's crash we're out <laughs> yeah
0: because if one of you is going on vacation to relax and the other one is going on vacation to see everything they can see you're going to have some challenges in the midst of that right. one I- thing that we discovered is that no matter which way you go, you have to infuse a little bit of the opposite. What I mean by that is if you go to see a bunch of stuff, so maybe you go to a place of the world you've never been before and you just wanna see everything there is to see about that place, make sure in the middle of that vacation, you take a day to just rest. Otherwise, you'll just run yourself ragged. On the opposite side, if you're going somewhere to kick back and relax and sit on the beach, make sure you also schedule in some times where you're doing stuff. Otherwise, you'll be bored out of your mind on day three.
1: Right. This just happened for us. We have practical examples because my sister and brother-in-law took us to Scotland and it was quite...
0: Can you give us a little Scottish accent?
1: Uh, well, I don't know if I can I now. Think you, oh, that was but... beautiful.
0: <laughs> we should do the rest Cheers. of the podcast with just you in, in, this a, accent. in a Scottish accent. Right,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. My sister and I had a lot of fun just taking on that new accent. I think we annoyed our husbands like crazy because we I mean, were talking I mean, it all
0: depends it. on the definition of annoying, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to, get to our story. In
1: I have never been overseas, you guys, so I was like ready to hit the sights and see everything that there was to see. But by like day three, I was feeling pretty, pretty tired. And then you have, you know, jet lag because there's Mm -hmm. six hours ahead of us here. And so it kind of worked out perfectly because it's there was a couple days where we knew like rain was coming. And so we just thought, let's just get in the car. We'll go to the highlands. So we didn't get to do hiking because of the rain and things like that. But we just got to see like God's country and like just creation and it was beautiful and so that was kind of our rest day in the middle of going, 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 going.
0: Yeah. So make sure that um, you have a discussion about your picture of your adventure whether that's a big adventure or a small adventure otherwise you'll get in an argument in the middle of your adventure and then that adventure all of a sudden isn't too good for your marriage anymore
1: right and i have some more fun examples of our scotland experience of what not to do Uh-oh. <laughs> coming up here so that's number one with our adventure map you guys just what's the picture Number two, you have to ask the questions, what will our natural challenges be when we go on this adventure?
0: Yes, and uh, and don't act like you don't have them because we all do. One obvious thing is: are you going to be stressed out uh, about money because you go on vacation or you go on an adventure? It almost always takes money, whether right. you're going on a weekend trip or a day trip or a vacation to Scotland. You know, is that going to stress you out? And if so, how are you going to avoid that? And I
1: don't think a lot of couples talk about like they just put a, a budget down for vacation, but they don't really talk about like well, how is this money going to be utilized on vacation? Like right. Can Can I go on a little shopping spree? Are we gonna be doing tourist attractions where it takes money to get into the castles, or you know, there's all this stuff that will come up? Or your kids, if you have children, who (laughs) are we
0: getting gifts for? Do we get them for our just our kids if if they're not with us? Are we also getting it for mom and cousin and second aunt first removed? (laughs) So (laughs)
1: we would encourage you to kind of map that out, like Mm -hmm. where where's your money allotted on this vacation? So. You know, you're not looking at each other bug eyed when
0: (laughs) you don't want to get to your end of your trip saying, Can (laughs) (laughs) we do this? Is the check gonna bounce?
1: (laughs) Exactly. And I also think there's always gonna be natural challenges. Like, so for me, um, with a Scotland trip, and this was what I was alluding to, um, if I don't eat within a certain time period, preach it, I just get hangry. Like, I just. I yes. get irritated. You know how Superman
0: has has the thing where <laughs> the like he's got right? all the power in the world, but Kryptonite takes oh, him it down. Oh, they takes
1: him down. Yeah.
0: Susie like can conquer the world unless she's hungry, <laughs> and then she ruins the world.
1: So it's so funny. So you don't ruin the world. We actually. were wow. Yeah, that was a but harsh it, statement.
0: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
1: so we were in St. Andrews, and I had done like a shake for breakfast or something, and then. I was getting hungry like you're hungry like after two hours even if you have a shake right and so we went in this little marketplace and I was thinking you know I should grab this salad because you guys had like a, a, a
0: real, not a full breakfast a but you had a breakfast. real
1: breakfast like two hours but prior a, yeah
0: a normal breakfast
1: and I was thinking we're not we're gonna be off in our time schedule so I should just pick up some snacks here in the grocery store and then we didn't like have the right current we didn't exchange currency at that time or whatever so I was like eh. But anyway, I should have done it because sure enough, like we're not eating lunch then till like 2.30 and I felt myself just feeling like panicky and just irritated and I didn't let it out or I didn't mm-hmm. show it. But like, yeah, we didn't eat till we got to Sterling. So I was, you just got to set yourself up for success in those things. There's That's a natural challenge for me and I knew better and then I didn't do it.
0: Another big natural challenge that can come on vacations is how do you handle your environment. And what I mean by that is if you're a person that doesn't do well in crowds of people and you're going to a water park or you're going to a very touristy attraction, you you have to be aware, okay, I'm gonna have the tendency to get really frustrated today and I'm going to have the mindset that I'm not going to do that because That can you know, there's nothing worse when you know you're at this place again where you're experiencing something great and you get grouchy because there's just too many people around know. or something That's like that. That's a real thing. It I is. do feel that
1: way when we go to I mean, water parks. In fact, I think we banned water parks from our adventures. I have <laughs> <laughs> and and mega malls. We yeah, don't do those
0: for sure, either. <laughs> for sure. But you know, uh, we've probably all been there. You're in the middle of some great adventure and you're just grouchy because just the busyness of of something. Yeah. And so, just have to be aware of that. That doesn't mean you a bad person. It just means you got to be mentally prepared for that.
1: Um, the other thing I want to say, and I think we all do this as couples, because whether you're getting tired from being on your feet all day, you're hungry, or there's so many people around, your experience, um, you, couples can tend to get in this passive aggressive mode. You know, Ooh, that's fun. And you just have to remember that when you're on your adventure with your spouse, you are a team and you are to be there to, to support the journey. Spontaneous adventures can be really hard because you don't really know what you're getting into mm-hmm. and you don't always know the final destination until you're really there. And so like what Matt was sharing, he hit it right on the head. Like you have to have the right mindset when you do these things because All of a sudden, you can just feel like you're not for each other and that experience can go south really quick. It was kind of funny because Matt was driving in Scotland and he was like, hey, Which just Which is let awesome
0: because <laughs> we went, uh, you know, you drive on the other side of the road than you do in America and we got a stick shift. <laughs> so I'm driving a <laughs> stick shift with my left hand on the wrong side of the road. It was, that talk great. about an adventure.
1: He did great.
0: I curbed it a lot but of it times. But it was so
1: funny, you guys, because he was like, hey, just let me know if you see something and you want to stop. And I was, and so like I saw something and I wanted to stop. So I said, hey, Let's let's go. Let's go there. Can we stop there? And and then Matt kept driving, and like a, a mile goes by, and I'm like, hey, you said if we wanted to do something, that just let you know, and that you'll stop. And he's like, oh, you want me to turn around? I was like, yes, that's why I said. And he's like, I don't know if you were just saying that because you saw something, but you're not a touristy person, and so
0: it just <laughs> didn't look like something that I thought she would normally want to do.
1: Anyway, the whole thing got kind of <laughs> passive aggressive and weird. God. It and, did get weird. I know. It was fun. <laughs> So, Kevin and Renee were like, should we do some coaching with you guys right now? Yes. And we're like, yes. we're like, yes. I just yes. need to eat, everybody. I just need to eat. So just remember, like... In those moments, like be be a team. Don't mm-hmm. don't follow our example which, there. <laughs> which really
0: leads into the last thing that's important with the idea of natural challenges. One of the natural challenges, and this is specifically to spontaneous adventures. This is I have a Friday afternoon off, and we're just going to do blah whatever that thing is that we come up with. You need uh, to have some flexibility. If you don't have Mm -hmm. flexibility, especially in your spontaneous um, adventures, but also in your planned adventures, that's going to be a problem because you're trying to do this cool new thing and you're just being spontaneous and then all of a sudden one person lacks flexibility and you just have to be flexible on adventures because you have no idea what's going to happen. I think
1: you have to be flexible in both. Did you say that and I missed it?
0: I did not, no. No.
1: Okay, I think you have to be flexible in both situations, in planned and spontaneous, because you just never know what's going to happen, so you just have to have the right attitude going forward.
0: Yeah, and sometimes we'll have um, adventures where for one person it's planned, and for the other person it's spontaneous, and that's where you really need a lot of flexibility. We had a great experience just recently where uh, for one of our date nights, um, the spouse took the The woman took her husband to one of our date nights and he had no idea what he was doing.
1: Right, and we were trying to give him the lay of the land for the night and he was like, what is happening? <laughs> but it was an adventure for her too because she had never been before. I just think it's so great when you can do that for one another because it just keeps things fresh in your marriage.
0: Yeah, but if he would have chosen not to be flexible in right. that situation because I'm guessing you know maybe that wasn't who knows maybe it wasn't his kind of thing he seemed kind of quiet so to yeah. come to one of our rowdy date nights maybe was a little bit much for him who knows but he did such a great job of just saying i'm here and he engaged in all of the stuff that we did and they seemed to have a good time but if he would have chosen to say no this is not what i do then that would have ruined it and then she put all of this time and they invested in going to this event um, that we put on and then that's going to create some some Challenges in the relationship.
1: Well, and Um, even in our marriage, I can only imagine what it took for you, Matt. When I turned 33, I don't know why 33 was the number you chose. It's (laughs) it's
0: a special time when both numbers are the same. Okay, you know, I'm sure we did something great when you were 22 as well. So
1: for my 33rd birthday, he decided to take me off and whisk me away on this this adventure trip. So anyway, we're driving, and I'm thinking we're just going to Minneapolis for the night because that's only an hour and a half. But we're not. He told me to pack my bags for a couple days and then all of a sudden we take the exit to the airport and I was like where are we going? Where are we going? And even when we got through everything I was like we're going to Orlando, Florida because I saw I was thinking Florida for whatever reason because I saw the abbreviation OR and he's like no we're going to Oregon I was like we're going to wine country and he was like it's wine country there so the whole thing was so funny but it was awesome because you did a lot of planning for that trip and i just got to be mm-hmm. free and spontaneous and at the end of the trip it was a Nora jones concert and you had planned like a spa day i mean it, the whole thing was like you planned it, it and yeah. i just got to be free and so it's important to give that to one another as spouses from time to time
0: yes because sometimes we just need our spouse to push us into that next adventure All right, third question. What are the expectations we have of one another? Dun, in dun, this adventure? dun. Wow. Which is a different question than what do we want the picture of this to look like? This is saying, what do I, as we go on this adventure, what do I expect Susie to do? What does Susie expect Matt to do? Right. Because if we don't have proper expectations, you can get properly frustrated.
1: Right. And I think at this point in our marriage, we've been married 21 years. Wow. And at this point in our marriage, we've kind of taken on certain roles that we just know what each other does. So that's very, very helpful. Even like, for example, when we were going to the airport, like Matt's always really good with, you know, our paperwork or the flight information, the tickets. And he, you just asked me if yeah. I have my, you asked me, do you have your driver's so, license? You're like, where's your passport? So you're hanging on to those. So things. when we
0: were <laughs> still we weren't even married yet at this point. Uh, Susie, and I believe it was your sister or your mom, drove down to Florida for spring break. We were in college when we met, and even when we got married, we were still in college. And, uh, And I had an event at the university, a music event, and so I had to fly down. Oh, no. and uh, and Susie <laughs> misplaced my airline information so this is and mine. this was before the days when you could just electronically do everything with your you know with your picture ID or whatever And so I spent an entire night trying to look for my my, my flight information and Susie had put it in <gasps>
1: a file cabinet like a
0: file cabinet and it wasn't even like in the front of the file cabinet it was in the middle of a bunch of her music books halfway into the file cabinet. <laughs> I must have
1: been organizing before I left. I don't
0: even know how I found it. I'm so thankful I did. And so I think, um, you know, I take on that responsibility. It's like PTSD a little bit. It's like that was such a traumatic event for me. I'm like, I've got the passports. I've got this. I got the papers. You don't, don't touch it, Susie. It'll be in the refrigerator or something. All
1: right. So there's a reason for that, I guess.
0: But then, um, so. You know, one of the things, here's an example. We love, as we've mentioned time and time again, you probably get sick of us saying it, we love kayaking and canoeing, like it's our jam. And it's my responsibility to put the stuff on the car. So I put the boats on the vehicles. Yeah. And it's Susie's responsibility to make sure we have the everything's food to packed eat and up, the like, like the sunscreen,
1: the towels, mm-hmm. the shoes, hats. the hats. She's the checking food. to make sure
0: that we have our, our sunglasses.
1: I think, too, when you're going on vacations with kids, sometimes one of you might think...
0: That's when it gets real.
1: Yeah. Like, who is constantly feeding the kids? Who is tucking them in every night like who gets breaks from what you know that's important to give one another breaks
0: yeah great example and a lot of people have probably done this maybe you go to Disney World or something like that that's a hard trip with kids Yeah, and so every once in a while one of the best (laughs) things that you can do is just one of you takes them on the next ride and that gives the other one like a whole hour off because you have to stand in line so expectations it's huge yeah so what do you expect out of one another who's getting
1: money from the bank so you have cash Mm -hmm. like
0: who's getting the oil change in the car I can't tell you how many times we've forgotten to get oil changes when we're taking a really long trip and then the morning of you're frustrated because you're wondering who was supposed to do that.
1: I know. Who's gassing up? Yep. Like All of those things are so important to talk about or to know who does those
0: yeah, so maybe it. just maybe a week before your adventure that you're going on, just say, okay, who's doing what? What are our Checklist, people. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> those are your three questions. So again, number one, what is the overall hope or picture for this adventure? Mm-hmm. Number two, what will be our natural challenges when going on this adventure? And number three, what are the expectations we have of one another on this adventure.
1: And if you forget, you know what? I made a map for you guys that you can I'm print so for this excited. summer. Where's it going to be, Matt?
0: Well, you can just go to the show notes of this podcast and click on that link. It'll take you to our website page and you can download that and take it Print it, it out. Print a bunch of them yes. so that every adventure you go on, you'll be to... What's our hope for to, this uh, experience? Yeah. What's our
1: challenges? <laughs> what are the expectations?
0: Yeah, we want you to have such great adventures in your marriage and so we're just trying to set you up for success. We're trying to give you some tools that will make your adventure great for your marriage as opposed to a challenge for your marriage, which it can be. Mm -hmm. And so we think if you just go through these three questions, it's really simple. Before any adventure you go on, just knock out these three questions. Make sure you have a real clear picture of what's going to happen on that adventure.
1: And at the end of the day, you guys, adventure is awesome. But again, we want you to ponder our statement. You know, adventure not for the sake of adventure, but for drawing you closer together and drawing you closer to God.
0: Because when you're on that adventure, spontaneous or planned, you have to rely on one another. And then what we've noticed is when you experience adventure and new things and you do that vacation, those can be, if you take the time, those can be the spaces where you really get to see God in brand new, beautiful ways, whether it's through creation or you know, we've had times when we've we've been, you know, doing whether it's hiking or uh, boating or biking. You just see something, you know, you see some wildlife that just blows your mind. Um, you know, there's just so much that just makes you understand. Boy, God is is so incredible. And then when you do adventure well together, it draws you close together, and you're so thankful for God bringing you together. It can be such a such a such, yes. a, such a such a such a good thing for your marriage. <laughs>
1: such as such as.
0: <laughs> We are so passionate about adventure and uh, this is one of those things that not a lot of people talk about in relation to marriage, but boy, this is one of those big things that we say if your marriage does not have great adventure and adventure done well, you're going to struggle because it'll be mundane and it'll be boring. Nobody wants a boring marriage.
1: <laughs> so have a great summer, you guys, and we look forward to connecting with you next month.
0: Hey, if you guys go on some spectacular adventures and you want to share it with other people to give ideas, just yes. hop on Facebook and shoot it. It out there and shoot us a message, and, and maybe we can share those with people. Yeah,
1: we if would love ideas. to see that.
0: Have a great adventure.
1: I just can't get enough. Your mouth. What true love? Gonna shout from the mountains, gonna tell everyone you're my one true love.